welcome to another episode of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. So happy to have you here. It's been a crazy day and it is literally only 9.27 a.m. when I am recording this just before I put it out to you. So um, so I just want to share a bit about what that is about on this episode with you and then we'll just see where it goes from there. I don't really have a plan. I'm just going from the heart right now. So um, I recently did an Instagram live which I turned into an IGTV video, which has started to really catch some traction. Um, And it was about the current state of the world, I mean, or of Canada mainly, and everything to do with this pandemic. There's provinces in Canada that have just gone into like another four-week full lockdown. And there is also in Alberta, there's stage one lockdown. And here in BC, we've had new restrictions and rules come in. And... I mean, it's just breaking my heart. It's breaking my heart, especially for the people who are in Ontario who literally have to lock down kids out of school for another four weeks. Like, we are going backwards. We are back where we were this time last year when they said it was only two weeks to flatten the curve. And I think now there's a lot more people kind of waking up and being like, all right, like we're following all these precautions and our numbers aren't going down, yet there's states and and countries out there who have, who don't have rules anymore around COVID. They've completely opened up, yet um, their numbers are going down. But why are our numbers here in Canada going up when we're taking all these precautions? Anyways, this Instagram live that I did got some traction and the CBC News Kelowna, this news show, um, they picked it up and so they they shared a clip on it to um, a health a health official person that was on the show doing an interview um, so I listened now here's where I'm at the clip that they used from my video was the most offensive short clip that they could have picked it was probably like 30 seconds the most offensive one they picked the clip with the most profanity um you know I was making references to like Nazi Canada and I understand how that could definitely offend people that wasn't my intent the actual um the actual message of my video was that the people won't get their freedom back until we actually make a stand and take our freedom back that for the last year we've been patient businesses have been shutting down following the rules we've been wearing masks I am by no means like an anti-masker no I don't agree with them I don't want to wear them but I doesn't mean I walk around not wearing it I have been out of respect but I mean now that there's other states and stuff opening up and I see their numbers going down and I'm literally seriously considering leaving Canada it's like okay when do we finally stop just bending over and following these rules that make no sense the people who are most afraid um who are the people who also listen to the CBC news I can see why they're afraid and I'll tell you why I don't watch the news because I know it's just fake news I know it's all propaganda but this morning because they told me they were airing this clip of mine I did listen to it. I I started listening at 7. My clip aired just before 8. The entire time was propaganda, aside from the weather. The entire show. All following the narrative. All of it. It doesn't matter if you're a conspiracy theorist or not. There is a very clear narrative that the mainstream media is following and it instills so much fear into all the people. And my heart was aching for all the people who wake up in the morning and have their cup of coffee and listen to the news. And it makes sense why there's so many people, especially in the older generation, who are, as we call in quotations, trolls or Karens 
or are fighting for these lockdowns and want people to wear masks because they are afraid because all they're hearing is the narrative and the propaganda from the mainstream media because they're not on Instagram like you and I are. They're not on Twitter like you and I are. They're not following the people and the the health professionals and the doctors and the influencers and the people with big platforms who are speaking out about this. They're not listening to that. They're not seeing anything about the deaths due to the COVID vaccine because the news isn't showing that. They're not hearing a lot about Texas and Florida and seeing the things that we may see because they're not on social media like that. They are doomed. So yes, I understand how that generation is also feeding the narrative to those of us who are like, okay, why are we doing this for a virus that has a 99.97% recovery rate? Okay, why are we doing this when there's so many people we know, if we haven't had it ourselves, and we, we we know somebody who's had it, who's recovered from it? There is so many of us who do not want to be on lockdown, who do not want the businesses to be closed, who do not want our kids to be out of school, who do not want to wear masks, we are ready to decide for ourselves what risks we want to take when it comes to surviving through this pandemic, plandemic. I say it in quotations. I know if you're listening to this, you're on the same page. It's funny. It's not funny. It's it's not funny at all. I am literally so agitated with the mainstream media and this Chris Walker guy in Kelowna who who chose the clip that he did from mine because they say so much and there was so much fear propaganda, but they never mentioned they never mention anything. All they mention about like the hospital cap- capacities and blah blah blah. But like, what about all the the people who are having? Um, drug abuse problems now, alcohol addictions, overdoses, um, assault within the home. Like the thing is, is that people are going back into a four week lockdown, but some people don't have a good home life. Some people are abused by their parents. Some people, their parents fight all the time. And for a lot of these people, a lot of young people, their only escape is to go to work or to go to school or to go see their friends, you're taking that away from them and you're putting them in harm's way. And I know there's a large, 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 large percentage of people who, if given the choice, as they should have, would choose to risk, again in quotation, risk contracting this virus with a 99.97% survival rate and recovery rate. Um, They would rather risk contracting that. And there's probably old people in like, in homes that would also choose to take the risk of contracting that that virus and not disrupting their entire lives anymore. I know I would choose to continue living my life, have my livelihood, no mask, just live my life knowing that I am putting myself at risk of catching this virus. Now, that's where we're at. Like, we want to live, we want to make our own decisions because we are conscious humans with common sense, it's been over a year, if we want to continue having our businesses open and the people who are not afraid will come support those businesses and the people who are afraid, they don't have to. They can stay home, they can wear masks, they can um, get their vaccination, they can socially distance. Like Those of us who don't want to follow these rules anymore because they don't make sense 
We're not going to be disrespectful and go cough on somebody who's wearing a mask at the gym. We can obviously understand and have respect for the people who might be immune compromised or might be older or who might just be afraid. That is fine. We're not here to disrespect anyone. We're here to take our freedoms back and take our freedom of choice back. If we choose to put ourselves at risk, then that is our choice. If I have an immune compromised family member... I am going to make the right choices and take the right precautions not to put them at a higher risk. So if that means I wear a mask when I see them because it makes them comfortable or because I it makes me comfortable, that's what I would do or just not seeing them. Those are my choices. But there are way too many people who haven't seen their family in over a year and just because they're in a different province or a different country and they're literally unable to. I mean... I mean, it is time. There's no more time to waste. Time is literally so so precious. And here we are wasting time, living in fear, not able to work for our money, going through tons of stress, um, people like depression, anxiety, mental health problems on the rise, abuse problems, drug addictions, alcoholism, all of that is on the rise. But yet nobody's talking about it because all the news can talk about is how the the... I don't want to say the word, the corona numbers are on the rise. Like listening to the news this morning, that's all they talked about. They talked about the schools that have been exposed and the numbers that are on the rise and all these new variants. And I was just like, how about talking about all the people who have recovered from it? How about talking about all the people who have been protesting and want their businesses open? How about talking about how it makes no sense that we can't eat inside of a restaurant, but we can go to Costco or go on a full airplane and that's totally fine? Like who is making these rules? And and that's just where we're at now. And the way that the news and this CBC radio show Chris Walker guy portrayed me is obviously like the news has continued to do for anyone who actually tries to speak up for the people and speak up for our freedoms I understand that it's not easy to do and to be honest with you I did it I started doing it last year which a lot of you probably know this time last year I was like I I keep getting my memories come up on my Facebook and on my Instagram of what I was saying this time last year and I was ranting I was going to the I was I was on this same page but I but the but everybody else wasn't there yet. It was still really new. So I ended up losing a lot of followers, getting a lot of hate. And that was whatever. I was open to. I was like, hey, these people need to thin out of my feed anyways and out of my following because we are not on the same level. We are not aligned in our beliefs, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's my platform so I can say what they want. If they don't like that, they should go make their own type of thing. So I lost a couple thousand followers. Anyways, this time around, because I took I – took, after it started happening really bad and I got really exhausted of the trolling and the hate comments and everything, I just stopped talking about it. And I, I've been focusing on what I can control in the last year, which is like my business and other aspects of my life. Um, and I just stopped talking on my platforms about all of this. But it has come back up and it was time again. I didn't plan it. The go live that I did on my Instagram just came through me. I was very passionate in it. Yeah, I was a little vulgar. I swear a lot. It's who I am. I'm from small town Alberta. Like, that's literally what I do. And it's how I speak, especially when I'm passionate about something. 
And that's what I did. So yeah, I get it's getting traction. There hasn't been a lot of negativity on it. I can definitely tell that that is dying down. More and more people are like, okay. And the amount of comments on it and the amount of messages that I have had personally thanking me for actually speaking up because people struggle with it. And you know what? I don't blame you. I absolutely understand why so many people don't know how to find the words to speak about something like this. A, yeah, I know you don't really have a platform for it. That's fine. B, I know it's hard for you to find the words when you're under pressure and when you know that you're going to be under scrutiny, when you know that people in your family and that love you, they won't support you. And at this point, I know that it's basically my responsibility to be that voice for you because I do have the platform I do have the support from so many of you beautiful people in it that message me and tell me to keep going or thanking me reminding me why I'm doing this because it is so exhausting I'll tell you what last night when I was laying in bed and I was tired I was up for hours wide awake with anxiety thinking about the go live I go live I did worrying about who I was gonna offend by the things that I said worried that like people were gonna get the wrong idea about me and not understand like who I really am I genuinely am here to help people in one way or another that is what my purpose is like in life and it's not to offend people because I I go on some rants sometimes and I use vulgar language and I say whatever comes up you know it's just the way it is and and then that another thing is like my platforms my podcast my Instagram I can say whatever I want and I can speak whatever I want but we are living in cancel culture we are canceling anything that offends anyone we're canceling our Disney shows we're canceling there's just so much cancellation culture happening so you know I get it that I'm <laughs> You know, I'm, I don't really, I don't agree with cancel culture. I think it's absolute, absolutely ridiculous. People are so offended so easily now. And it's just like, get a grip, like get a grip. Like that's really what you want to spend your time and your energy on your life is like hating on people because they offended you with a Disney movie from like years ago. Like that's what you want to focus on. That's what you want to focus on when we have been stuck in this rotation of lockdowns and rules for over a year. You want to focus on canceling Dr. Seuss. Like, <laughs> it literally makes no sense. But I understand why people have fear around speaking out, around being different, around speaking their differing opinion about the narrative because they have people in their lives who who don't support them they don't have the platform and they don't know how to find the words now I have been speaking for over four years now uh between speaking on my own Instagram speaking on the stories like I know you know that's hard to do a lot of people watch me on my stories and or my lives and they're like how do you do that how can you just talk like that and feel so confident and blah 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 It's because I've been doing it for over four years. Not only have I been speaking on my Instagram for over, well, my, on my Instagram, I've been speaking on it for over seven years. Okay. On this podcast, I've had it for over two years where I speak, obviously. And, uh, in my life, I've, I've public spoke to, I mean, I spoke in Toronto to over 500 people on a massive stage. It was one of the scariest things I ever did, but I loved it. And I've spoke at multiple other events. And I have also spoke a ton through and done online, you know, like live trainings and things like that through my digital marketing business, being in that space, being a part of companies where I was, you know, at 
the top. So they would have weekly calls and they bring people like me out who is, who are getting results to speak and teach to the rest of them. So I don't know how many I've done, but I've done countless trainings like that where I've gotten on Zooms and I've, I've spoke with other people. I've done other podcast episodes. Anyways, my point is, is that I do have a lot of experience speaking. So I understand that at this point, it's my responsibility to speak for those of you who can. And I know that now because the support I have received since I did that live has been huge. I know I wasn't talking about it up until now, but I am speaking about it now. Um, I asked this Chris Walker and tagged this news channel. I asked them to allow me to come on to their show now and have 10 minutes to speak for the rest of us for the rest of us, for the small business owners, for the people who own restaurants, for the people who don't agree, for the hundreds of people who commented on my live video agreeing that this is crazy, that the men- that the health problems that are coming from the lockdowns and the stress of having to close businesses and not seeing families is far more dangerous than corona with a 99.97 recovery rate, okay? And that's just the bottom line. We are being taken advantage of as Canadians because we are passive and we are polite and we are pushovers and we do that because we don't like confrontation and but I mean if we continue not to fight for our freedom then it'll go too far and it'll be too far gone and it'll take way longer to actually even have a chance for us to go somewhat back to normal and so You know, I'm staying very calm in this because that's how I want this to be. I want it to be logical. I want to have logical conversations and I don't blame anyone. I know that a year ago this pandemic started and nobody really had the data or knew anything about the virus and it was scary. I was even scared and I was staying home and I was, but look, it's been over a year. There has been countless um, health professionals doctors, nurses, just everything who have spoken up and have been censored through social media. Tons of censorship has been happening. Tons and tons. Tons of propaganda being spread. Tons and tons. Tons of people losing their businesses, losing their purpose, losing tons of money. Think of the people who pay 20 grand a month in rent and they have to shut their business down for a month. That's an extra 20 grand of debt tacked on to their already growing debt. It's just not okay. We as working humans should have the choice whether or not we want to take the risk, in quotations, of opening our businesses and making money or not. And that's just the bottom line. We have taxes to pay. So you need to make money. You have a family to support. So you need to make money. There are a ton of people who are ready to support the businesses that just stay open but those voices don't get out because mainstream media like CBC Kelowna and beyond don't share that they don't talk about that they don't they're not in support of it because they're just following the narrative because that's their paycheck. They would literally lose their job if they started speaking up like I can do on my platform. But the way that they portrayed me was not genuine and it's no surprise to me. I was literally up last night for hours with anxiety thinking about how this was going to go or how they were going to label me, if people were going to start sending me death threats and, and I, I really don't know. I, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of people who listen to that clip they played of me who don't follow me on Instagram and never seen the actual live and I mean of course 
Chris Walker wouldn't share the resource or the link to my whole go live because why would he do that? Why would he just, why wouldn't he just play that clip and let people make their assumption from a 30 second vulgar clip of me from a 15 minute go live that had a lot of really great points, a lot of really good feedback in the comments, but none of that was mentioned. So this episode is about I guess that keeping this conversation going, you know, what can you do to start to make a stand? It doesn't need to be speaking up, but it it needs to be educating your loved ones. If you have loved ones who are afraid, like what can you show them? Like what kind of, um, you know, articles or videos from other health professionals from Instagram can you show them? What kind of videos can you share with them? Because you need to get them to see the things that they'll never see on the mainstream media. They'll never see on the news because they don't share stuff like that. They call people like me, not me, this is pretty extreme, but or this real Chrissy guy I follow on Instagram, um, they call him a terrorist now because he knows his rights and he exercises his rights so therefore he gets away and he doesn't follow these precautions yet they call him a terrorist someone who fights for their freedom and fights for other people's freedoms isn't a terrorist okay so it just is down to a matter now of educating people with the right information with asking them questions like you know okay we know how many cases there are but like have you seen what the recovery rate of these cases are have you seen how low um the cases of influenza are compared to previous years before this virus there's just so much evidence and so much research and so many resources out there for people to see the truth but it's all hidden and it's all censored and and those of us who do share it, yeah, we get judged and we get called conspiracy theorists and we get called anti-maskers and we get called terrorists because we're just trying to get that information out there because it's, but because it differs from the narrative, we don't have the support from the mainstream media. And I know that Chris Walker and the CBC Kelowna place won't let me have 10 minutes to to say this kind of thing won't let me because that would be an opposing opinion and that would make all their listeners maybe open their eyes and, and go hmm and they can't have that they can't have that they need to have them living in fear not seeing their families following the rules and there's just a point where enough is enough if you've had enough then it's time to take action around it action action is the act of doing action Okay, that's why it's action. Act, we split it into two. It's act and then I-O-N, which is short for doing. So the act of doing, action. It's time to take action. If you are fed up, it's time to take action in one way or another. It doesn't have to be a ton. You don't have to go shout from your rooftop, but take one action every day towards fighting for our freedom back. Spread the word, educate somebody, um, share something on social media, like a video. I don't know. Like we need to start taking action collectively as a whole because there's so many of us in agreement that we're ready to be like Texas and Florida and just open up and allow people to make their own decisions. If they're afraid, they can stay home. They can socially distance. They can vaccinate. They can wear masks. They can do whatever they want. If you're scared, I get it. I will not judge you. But why are you judging those of us who disagree? Why are you judging those of us who don't care that we are at risk 
And it's because the narrative has put this whole, if we don't, if everyone doesn't follow the rules and we're being selfish and putting other people at risk. And it's like, really? Because if I see an old lady at the gym wearing a mask, I'm not going to get near her. You know, I'm not going to go cough on her. I'm just going to do my workouts. And and no, she's not at any more risk than when she goes and grabs the same bottle that everybody in that gym touches to to clean. She goes and touches that handle that everybody's been touching doesn't that put her up and then she touches her mask to move it up or down like that is way more of a risk to them than me walking around the gym keeping my distance doing my workouts with no mask on you know what I mean it's just it's just become it's it's just still going too far and I just don't see an end I know a lot of people are optimistic and they're like you know the end is coming it's coming Things are going to get better. I'm like, when? What if that's not for another year? What if a year from now I'm still having this conversation with you? And like, what is it going to look like then? And then how long will it have been since some of you have seen your family or gone on a trip or how depressed are you compared to when this all started? Or, you know, like really think of those things. What are you willing to do now? And what are you willing to lose? And how much time are you willing to let pass by in this state that we've been in oh okay just three more weeks or just four more weeks it's just four more weeks what happens at the end of that four weeks and they say it's another four weeks and oh it's just four more weeks no no this doesn't end they will not quit making rules for you to follow until you stop following the rules if you get fined everyone who gets a fine about this is winning that fine in court they are not actually having to pay so Understanding those things, understanding your rights, stop watching the news, stop spreading the narrative, don't allow your family to continue to eat that up and believe it. We need to open people's eyes and we need to just open up our businesses and then support the people that do. I support anyone who is afraid and wants to stay home and not come to a business that is open. But it doesn't mean that that business should be completely closed because there's other people who do want to come support that business, that do want to come eat in that restaurant, that do want to come buy stuff from that business that is open. And there's people who don't. So that's okay. The people who don't, don't have to. It's a choice. It's supposed to be a choice. None of this stuff is supposed to be mandated. Vaccines are too Vaccines are not something that you're supposed to consider getting because you want your freedom back or because you want to travel. Vaccines are to protect you from getting sick from something that could really harm you, which isn't this, okay? And it's just not. And things are just just wonky and it's exhausting. Mentally... And I am. I am very grateful here in BC that our gyms are open and that we've had a lot more freedom. I've had a lot of freedom in the last year compared to a lot of places. And I am grateful for that. But I mean, the fact that I'm grateful that my gym is open and all I have to do is wear a mask the entire time I work out. Wow. That is crazy. That is crazy that we are being grateful now for just the teeniest amounts of freedom when in 2018 and every year before that I just want you to go back for a minute if you're listening to this episode and go back to 2018 2017 2016 your whole life before this basically and remember what it was like to just have the freedom to go out in public never to have to wear a mask um to your kids will always be in school no problem your kids can have play dates go play with friends sports going to concerts going to sports games traveling the world 
I miss traveling the world. It makes me emotional. Because I don't know if I'll ever have the opportunity to do it like I did. And I'm so grateful that I've done it. But I, my heart goes out to people like my little sister who hasn't done it. And so many other people who haven't gotten to have those experiences and probably never will. I just want you to go back to just a short like two years ago. Go back to 2018. Go back through your pictures in your phone to 2018. And go through those memories and remember how incredible that was. And ask yourself, okay... Would I rather continue to try and flatten the curve by following these rules for, it could be, you know, six months or another year, another two years, or do I want to go back to what it was like before and just know that there's a risk, especially for immune compromised or older people, that they could catch this newer virus and be at a risk. So maybe then you choose you know, like I said, to wear a mask around those people or are we still socially distance, or what we just respect people's space, okay? But nobody should be forcing you not to see your family. Nobody should be telling you not to be with your family if you and your entire family decides that you would like to take the risk, quotation marks, to be together and celebrate a holiday. Because you know what? Someone in your family might not, might not be around on the next holiday, And it could be from many things. And probably the last thing it would be from is this particular virus. So take those things into consideration and and think about what what you're going to do so we can all work together as collective to try and get Canada back on track. Because it's not. And I worry about it. And at this point, I seriously consider leaving Canada. But it hurts my heart because I know all my family will be here and I know it'll be a struggle even to come back and visit but I mean my family right now a lot of them my mom and stuff like not a lot of them a lot of them are on the same page as me but uh, some of my family is afraid they are scared and that breaks my heart too that that these years of their lives are gonna be not wasted but kind of in fear of something that is essentially the flu and it has a 99.97% recovery rate that is crazy so that is my rant wow what a day um I wasn't planning on doing any podcast around this particular topic but it just was where my head was at today recording this episode so I'm putting it out there um I won't be doing too many about it I really hope that the news at CBC News does allow me to get on and actually have a say um and actually speak up for those of us who who disagree with all these regulations and disagree with the propaganda that's being spread but Um, My hopes aren't too high for that. But I just want to tell you that if you're listening to this, if you follow me on Instagram, if you support, if you send me DMs, if you share my content, I fucking appreciate you so much. And this podcast is, it means a lot to me and so does my platform and so does your support. And you don't understand how much you do help me in my life and in general and how much it really does mean to me. And I won't stop. I am here for you. I am here for you even if it's hard for me sometimes, even if it if it's exhausting for me sometimes, even if I lose sleep sometimes laying in bed wondering, you know, how I'm going to be portrayed by these other people. At the end of the day, it's so worth it because I 
I've gotten so much support from you over the years that I just want to give it back. I just want to support you back and I want to speak up for you if you feel like you can't. So I'm here for you. And I'm going to continue to do this. I know it makes a difference. I know it means a lot to some people. I know I come across really strong sometimes. And it's just who I am. I'm just passionate. And I didn't ask for this. You know, I I never knew growing up that I would be who I am today. It wasn't like my dream to be an influencer. And like, you know, that was never a thing. It's just what I'm meant to do and I really had to give that a lot of thought last night because I was like laying there I'm like oh like I was just I was scared you know and and then I realized that I have this voice and I am where I'm at today and my platform is where I'm at because that is a part of my purpose here and so there's no point in me resisting it and I've resisted speaking out about it long enough now over the past year and I'm ready I'm ready to again and so I'm here for you to support you and uh, and I, I hope we can make some change happen. I really, really do. Um, because enough is enough. Thanks for listening to another episode of my podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here supporting me, helping me get this podcast out to more and more people. Your support means so, so much. I hope you find value in this. If you do find value in my podcast, all I ask is that you leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. I will be forever grateful. Share this with a friend. Share this on your story. Tag me. I love connecting with you. I love seeing the episodes that relate to you the most so I can keep bringing more of that value. I will chat to you on the next episode.